The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com. Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McCray, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. All right, everybody, here we are, Players Lounge. My apologies for us being late today. Just left the locker room. You know the crew is Danny McCray, Heckma Harrison, Barry Church has returned. Yes, indeedy. I am Newey Scruggs as we get ready for the Cowboys taking on... You're Green Bay today. Packers. Mm-hmm. Danny, how we doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm doing. Listen, I'm ready for this weekend. There's gonna be some good football on this weekend. All right. Well, you know, we had all the all the all the somber news last yesterday with mm-hmm. Dan Quinn, possibly Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, the great Nick Saban retiring. But today is a new day. All right. It's Thursday. Set up it's nice. t- today's a new day. It's Thursday. We moving on into the weekend and we ready for some football, some playoff football. Mm-hmm. Hey, yesterday knew he all but escorted him out the building. He said he left it better than he found it. Yeah. <laughs> I said he yeah. ain't going nowhere. <laughs> it was a rental. It was an Airbnb. Yes. Yes. And the yeah. man boxing everything. <laughs> on, he man. get his deposit back. Jeez. <laughs> I was so right, bro. So uh, okay. No, I was looking at uh, the uh, so church, I was looking at the odds last night because they, they send us to to send it in mm-hmm. my work email. He number one. Number one on the next next Seahawks head coach. Him, mm. that dude. I can see it though. Can't you? Does it make sense? It does. Okay, no, we, it, we all, it we does all, make no, sense. No. We all agreed that it made sense. Okay, but at the end of his statement, he said he said it like he a dude not here. Man. He don't have a game on Sunday to coach. You know what I'm oh, saying? He's lying. It's been real. It's been real, man. We all agreed. We all agreed that it was it was it's a perfect fit. You know what it makes sense. Going there, hey church, my last ride. You know. Let's go out. Let's finish the thing. Right. Finish we the thing ride together. We, we ride together. Bad boys for life. That's what you said. The trigger mic. Oh, come on, trigger mic. Micah, come on. Let's finish the thing out right. Finish right. it out right. You know, send me, send me out right. I mean, hey, hey, man. Who are we taking with him? Jay Run Curse. Who are we taking with him? That's his guy, ain't it? Al Harris. Yeah. Joe Willie. Joey. That's a good one. Nah, see, I'm seeing no. See, I'm just trying to keep our guys. Al's Mike's guy. Al's Mike's guy. Oh, Al's Mike. Okay, okay. Al's Mike. What about Joe? Um,. You know what? To me, if I'm Jerry Jones, I call Joe and say, "Hey, I got, come on, stay." So, no. eight and dirty will leave be interesting. Leave our coaches alone. Take the players. <laughs> I'm just saying. Take the eight, players. Eight you can take. Leave our coaches alone. Because that, that's, yeah. that's 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 DQ's guy. But yeah. Joe Joe Witt is. He's, um, you know, sources have told me that Joe would be very open to to moving up. He's doing it again. No state tax. He's doing it again. We said we moved on okay. from this. Okay, stop trying to get the coaches away. We all right. Okay, so about the Packers? Yeah. I, I talked to you. Know, you know, I talked to Sam, 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 Sam. What do you got to talk about? I, I just say, so what makes this different, Th- this run different? You know, I, I, you've been around here for enough of these. Yeah. And he just said he feels like they have a, a, a overall team that can do it. And then one of the things I said to him is, look, I'm going to go to the two San Francisco loss the last few years. The offense can't get three touchdowns. How do you get that? How do you get that thing over? Because the defense has given you enough to win the games. Mm-hmm. And he said, we just got to be ourselves. And, and and we can do that. So he's confident. Tank Lawrence uh, was the last person I was in that, that that group with him. He also has been here for enough of these mm-hmm. these uh, tough losses. He just feels like they, they just need to take advantage of their opportunity. So th- they're saying the right things. I asked Hankins about the Green Bay mm-hmm. run. And is there pressure on you? Because, like, you know, you're favored. 
Um, at home. You're, you're at home where you have not lost. <laughs> oh my God. And he said it, he didn't feel like it was pressure that they just need to go out and, and play their game. So what I'm hearing so far is good. And the question I didn't ask, which is in my mind, do you feel like you're playing for your coach's job? Because mm. somebody left their job today that the rumors out there that, hey, Cowboys could be a connection. But I didn't ask that question because I thought that would be you know, a little inappropriate. Yeah. I'm Could not going to answer that one either. <laughs> Go ahead, Barry. Oh, well, when we talk about pressure, you're right. I mean, all the pressure is, to me, on the Dallas Cowboys for this game. I mean, when you look at Green Bay, young quarterback, first time going around, first starter, first time in the playoffs, nobody thought that Green Bay was going to get to this point, especially how <laughs> they started the season. Like, nobody thought that was going to happen. Correct. He's playing with house money right now. So the pressure's all on Dallas. They got the, like you just said, they got the home field advantage for at least two games if they do everything right, maybe even three if somebody knocked, you know, the guys off at the top. Yeah. So they got all the pressure on them. And Mike McCarthy understands this is the best team he's been around. Everybody just talk, players you just talked to saying this is the best chance that we've had in a long time to get to the point where we need to get to. So the pressure is all on Dallas. And this, to me, they got to make my guy uncomfortable. And when we talk about my guy, I'm talking about Jordan Love. They got to make him uncomfortable because right now he's on the wave. He's riding that confidence wave. 18 touchdowns to one pick in the last, what, six, seven games, I believe. Mm -hmm. The man's riding strong. So, to me, the pressure is on Dallas. But I think they got the head coach and the quarterback to – to step up to that challenge. Every <laughs> why are you looking? Cause we said the exact same thing yesterday, and I want to hear your rebuttal to this. We said the exact same thing yesterday. And we caught yeah, fire. Nobody, nobody told me nothing. We caught fire. So I'm just waiting. I'm waiting what's, to hear. What's, 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 so my, what's my, my I guess my, my question is, is how do you know when you know that, that you that team? I mean, as you go through the teams that have won Super Bowls, that have made a run in the Super Bowl, when do you know? that you qualify as the upper echelon of teams in the NFL. Uh, I don't think anybody is thinking right now that San Francisco has any pressure on them because you look at them as that upper echelon team. Mm -hmm. The same with the Baltimore Ravens. I would say the, the, the Buffalo Bills, even with the way that they got in, the, there's no pressure on them in a home game against the Steelers because oh, it's just the Steelers, right? But the Dallas Cowboys, who have been plugging away and have a same 12-5 and five as the rest of the so-called elite teams, all the pressure is on them. They're at home with a 15-game win streak, and all of a sudden we don't expect for them to come through the, through the tunnel swaggered up, ready to go, ready to get, kick this thing off. It hadn't looked like this in a number of years with the kind of opponents that you have in front of them. And it all smirks and all that don't matter. What matters is, is that we're going to get it done. And the Cowboys, and the Cowboys finally have an opportunity with the number one uh, quarterback in the league and also an elite wide receiver, also an elite pass rusher. You got all these great things happening on your team, but you the ones you got pressure on you. But it's Man, not just the Cowboys, up. though. It's you don't think if, if the Bills go out there and <laughs> lose know. to the Steelers, like it's with Mason Rudolph, you of don't course, think there's, I mean, there's, look, there's pressure on all those teams. There's pressure doing what we do. All right, there's pressure doing. There's pressure doing what we do. But when you talk about a team that has made this season, they're 12 and five. They got. A, they're facing a team that snuck into the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, they, all you got on your plate is that, like like Tyron said. I'm gonna go go out there and be us. Play our game. Can, can, can Play I, our game. Can I do say, what we do. Can I say something about the teams that you – like, and we talked about this a little yesterday, but I just want to make sure that we all on the same page of you got the pressure on it because you should win the game. That's like you should beat mm -hmm. this team. We all agree that we should beat the Green Bay Packers. The pressure 
is is more than that though. It comes from you not being able to get over the hump for a certain amount of years. The teams that you named have all either been to the Super Bowl or their uh, conference championship game within the last five or six years, right? Like so, Baltimore you talk, hadn't been to a conference championship. What, what, whenever, whenever it was, they've been further than us. Where you, the hump that they're trying to get over is different than ours. Okay, right? Ray Lewis and them won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they did. So I mean, like they, like I'm saying, but they've been there. Yeah. So when we talk about. Us as the Cowboys, the pressure is we haven't been able to get to the NFC Championship game in I don't know how many years. So that is why the pressure is it, it continues to to build because, right, if you say this is the best team you've had in a while, Dak Prescott, best quarterback in the league right now, you have all these things. So, yes, now the expectation is you should be able to get over that hump and get at least to the NFC Championship game. So that's where I'm saying the pressure is coming from. Do I believe that Green Bay can beat us? Yes. Do I believe they will if we come out and do what we're supposed to do? Absolutely not. I guess my question is this. I guess, all right, pressure. Mm-hmm. Right, you, you got pressure. There's a certain amount of pressure on, in everything that you do. But for these guys, it's a win or go home. So that's pressure in, this, in itself. But when do you get up in the morning and say, man, we're going to go to the stadium and beat their ass? Like that's what that's what they may have the same they they may have the same outlook. Green Bay mm-hmm. is coming to play a football game, but when are you you know what you know what you what you have in your team, and you feel like if we go out there and we play our best version of football, they can't rock with that. We, we do feel that way, we, and that's all I'm and that's all I'm saying. No, we do, we do feel that, that way. Take all the pressure yeah. off. If I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna play my because they can't deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, but then, but then you have to go out there and be able to play your Absolutely. best whenever that is. And that's the issue of like, okay, Absolutely. we know if the Cowboys are playing their best that they are in the game with anybody in the league. What The thing is, it hasn't been that way. You can go in there with the number one offense mm-hmm. in the league for, for the entire season and then not be able to put up three touchdowns in the game. True. So we have seen them be able to go out. Well, we've seen them go out there and not be able to play their best game, which is where the pressure comes. The pressure is on you to go out there and play your best football in the biggest moments. Mike McCarthy was hired to take this team further than Jason Garrett. He has not done that yet. After the game, when asked about the head coach's status, what did the owner go out there and do? Game by game. That right there is pressure. Starting from the man up top, that's pressure. If they don't win two games here, can we all say we're confident that Mike is going to come back? Even though I've advocated mm-hmm. Mike coming back, can we all say do gonna be back? Well, we've seen Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just thinking no, on one. No, no, if so they don't win, they don't find a way to win one. I, my, the percentage is higher is higher for me of not being able to come back to the scene. So, if this team doesn't win one to two games here, you want to tell me there ain't no consequences? He gonna just say everybody go running running on back? There is pressure here. It's pressure because the owner has consistently said he thinks this is a Super Bowl team. They have not gotten past the divisional round. You got two games at home. You hadn't lost at home all year long. Yeah, there's pressure here. They sit, they mess around here and be 10-7 like they were last week. You know that building going to be tight on Sunday going to be tight <laughs> because they haven't gone as far as people have thought they could with the talent that they have here. Yeah. So Did they have so, pressure in 07? So, so there is pressure oh. here. Was there pressure in, in, in 2016 when y'all had the yeah, box? And, I mean, and, burnt, and we burst. I mean, I'm just saying, y'all felt like y'all had the team in 2016. Oh, yeah, we yeah, thought we was it. Well, that, well, I mean, well, what did you say? Yeah, we ended up going out there and didn't perform. Right, yeah. didn't perform. So, so that's what the pressure is. You're like, okay, because you haven't been there in so long, mm-hmm. and then you start to look at the way the team is performing during the regular season, then the pressure goes, hey, man, it's been a long time. This is the team. 
This is the one. And then, yeah. and then you don't get it. But I will say this. I think we can all agree. I know we're going to do our picks tomorrow, that we expect us to go out there and perform our best at home and beat the Green Bay Packers, right? Yes. Are we, we, are we, we on the same page with that? that? We okay. can all say we expect them to all get right. this done. Because I, I don't want it to seem like that's where it's like, – I, I expect us to go out there and win. Yeah, I'm not impervious to, to the word pressure. I, I get it. I understand it. it. At this level, everyone is trying to get the same yeah. thing at the Lombardi Trophy. But I think the Cowboys should have that confidence. And I don't know if if I can have pressure on me if I'm confident in what I have. I'm going on the field with Barry. I come in, I'm in, I'm in here with Danny McCray. Mm-hmm. I'm in here with Barry Church. I'm in here with News. Ain't no pressure, dog. I'm going to do my thing. I got my brothers with me. What part of pressure is that when we better than the guys we're going against? Ain't no pressure in that. Now, if you tell me three weeks from now we're going against San Francisco, hey, this is pressure pack. It's the NFC uh, championship. You're going on the road. Hell, yeah, that's pressure. Because you're going up against a team that's beat you three times in a row. You haven't seen yourself beat them. But these guys, man, go dominate. That's that To me, that's a mindset. Like, what you're Thank talking you. about, right? That's a mindset. And you got to make sure all 53 players on that roster have that same mindset that we're going to go out there and dominate. And we've seen in instances this year or in the playoffs last year that all those guys have that same mindset. Like, there's opportunities. We've seen it last year. Defense came out there. We're going to shut down this San Francisco team. We got that swag about us. And that's what they were able to do. They shut down, you know, Purdy and those guys. But offensively, a couple turnovers here and there, and the next thing, it all went downhill. So I think that pressure starts to build when things aren't going your way, basically. And I believe that if this team, you know, starts to struggle a little bit, they have those guys in place to where that pressure shouldn't, you know, shouldn't like you just said, shouldn't mount to anything because you have Dak at the quarterback. You have McCarthy at the coaching position. So – when you say pressure, I believe, yes, there is some pressure on them, but they have the keys there to make sure that pressure doesn't overcome. And, and Nui, lastly, I just want to say, and the other thing that the Cowboys have in their favor is they have 35 guys on their roster that have playoff experience. So, I mean, with that experience also says to me that that takes some of the pressure off of you because we've been here before. I mean, only one guy on the roster has a Super Bowl ring, I believe, but that one – it, I'm Gilly. Gilly. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Gilly yeah, is, yeah. is the only guy. But I'm saying, as far as playoff experience, you have 35 guys on your team that's been here. Yeah. And a coach that's been to the top. Oh. Yeah. Which is where the expectation comes in. Yeah. And if, if with what has been built here and the expectation from the owner, if this does not result in a win, people will not be happy. Next week, you win this week and you play next week. If that does not result in a win, people around here will not be happy because you all believe, all of us who've watched this team this year and seen what they built because you guys are like, man, got to get it home. If they don't win two games, what are we going to say? Do we feel disappointment? The owner came out and said, I'm taking on the head coach. It will be game by game basis. Well, brother, you didn't throw the gauntlet down. You didn't tell him. You too young remember this. But you remember when Billy sat down there and told the kid that he had, when, when they was bringing out Apollonia 6, I got three groups. I ain't got room for four. Better kick ass tomorrow night or else. That's basically what he told him. You got two games here. Better kick ass and go else. Did you That's just do a said. Purple Rain he reference? Did, yeah, you act, I don't know that one. He just did a Purple Rain. He just hit But I'm going to say this. If, if, if y'all, if, Purify if, yourself in the, the waters of Lake Minnetonka. I know that from Dave Chappelle. That's the only reason I know that one. Y'all so dirty. Filthy minds. Filthy minds. No, no. And Listen, I'll say this. 
if you if yeah. you don't believe that up there in Buffalo that there is pressure on Josh Allen and them to go out there and perform well against the Pittsburgh Steelers, the lowly Pittsburgh, without T.J. Watt, Mason Rudolph as your quarterback. Like, I think they they are – all the good teams that are expected to make it a certain uh, distance in the playoffs are facing pressure in the first round, especially if you're playing the team that you know you should beat. It's playing with house money. (laughs) That's playing with house money. Like, they don't even – they they shouldn't even be here. They they snuck in. in. But that puts more pressure on Josh Allen and them to go out there and perform how they should because a letdown, it, against Pittsburgh, it's going to be the same conversations that we're talking about now. Can they do it? Can they make it over hump? Look mm-hmm. at the season. They got a new. They fired your offensive coordinator in the middle of the season. Got a new guy. Now you rolling, and you go out there and you stink it up against Pittsburgh. Mason Rudolph. You, <laughs> no <laughs> TJ. Oh. No, like what? <laughs> so you know. Let's uh, get, get, let's get a break in here. I feel you. I feel you. D- Danny McCray on fire. Heckman Harrison on fire. Barry Church backing on fire. Yes, and we have some interesting news. Uh oh. Yes, talk about an injury here with uh, the Green Bay Packers. We'll talk oh, about oh. that next. <laughs> what to say? <laughs> I hope he's all right, though. I hope he's all right. Man. <laughs> Come on, man. Yo. Good. I'll start looking at the ticker. Man, I'm like, something about the players lounge. That's called the tease, gentlemen. It's called the tease. Go tease me, Paul. Brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. Goodness. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. VIP. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them Cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to the Players' Lounge. 
check him out. No bird. Sean Polite is your 2023 Cowboy Fan of the Year, and now he needs your help. Vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of NFL Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at NFL.com slash Fan of the Year. All right. right. Mm. Thank you very hey. much. Yeah. Harrison, getting ready for it. The questions are gone. It's over with. They're gone. It's over. Cowboys hosting the Green Bay Packers 3 o'clock on Sunday. It will be sold out. They want a white out mm. here. The Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos, oh, Church, Heckma Harrison, Danny McCray, I am Louis Scruggs. This from Packers beat writer uh, Rob Demonsky on uh, X. says, Matt LaFleur said Jair Alexander had, quote, kind of a freak deal yesterday. Someone uh, stepped on someone's foot and rolled oh. an ankle, end quote. Yesterday was a jog through. LaFleur said Alexander's considered day-to-day, and they thought it was best if he did not go today. No mm. word if they're going to make him a captain or not. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going on the field. <laughs> that's a big injury, though. That's, that's a big-time injury because that's the one guy in that secondary that I thought maybe had a chance to not shut C.D. Lamb down, you know, by no stretch of the imagination, but at least, you know, make things hard for him out there because he's, he's, he's a good corner. He's a good corner in his own right. But with him, if he's not able to go, or even if he goes, you know, 50%, 75% of what he is, I mean, that's that's a huge injury because now yeah. you may be forced to play zone strictly mm-hmm. against this team. Yikes. And we all know Dak Prescott, he basically destroys zones out there, you know, especially with this offense that they're running. So that's a big-time injury with Jair if he's not able to go or even if he's able to go, you know, half half percent. It's not good news for Green Bay uh, mm-hmm. but because they already have a problem in C.D. Lamb. You know, like 17-49 this year just put him – all the way through the roof as far as all the questions you had about CD. And Green Bay already had enough problems. And we talked about it yesterday. Are they going to – I feel like, BC, they're going to double team. You have you to. to. You're right. You and so to. I feel like they're not going to die that death. They're not going to li- – you're going to target him 17 times and we're going to leave Jair out there on the island with him? Come on. That's not going to happen. Mm-mm. So now that we get this news that he's hurt, I hope he's healthy and ready to go. I want the best Jair Alexander on. I want want to hear nothing, right? But I'm just saying that this guy, C.D. Lamb, this is is his opportunity. Real quick, let me ask you a question. I'll ask everybody the same question. Why would you, when you're trying to double-team C.D. Lamb, and he's lining up in a slot outside, wherever the case may be, why do these teams try to double-team him with a linebacker? Like, you see them, like, they'll, they'll have the, the corner right there pressing or playing off, and they'll have, like, a linebacker trying to buzz underneath. I just – that makes no sense to me. If that guy's that skilled, you got to put a corner in a – like how they used to do Megatron back mm-hmm. back when I played. Corner, the jam them, play underneath, and the safety right over top. I mean, this stuff, when you're trying to get linebackers underneath CD, it's just – it's not going to work. Yeah. It's not going to work. I, I just I, don't I understand. I think the way McCarthy moves them around, actually, like, makes it a lot more difficult for them to get yeah, it. Like, true. to that's double true. them how they really want to. Because in the ideal world, that's what you want. You yep. want a nickel and a corner or a safety in yes. the corner. Yeah. Right? But then if he's motioning here or you think he's going to line up over there and you got to defend the run, I think Mike McCarthy's done a really good job that's of being true. able to move him around and not allow you to then double him that way. Yeah. Now, sometimes early in the season, we saw him – they were catching him like that. you yeah. like, oh, what Taking them away, but I think I think now it's a little different. I think. Listen, I hope he's hobbled. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care. You know me. I'm the I'm the path of least resistance. Okay, and nobody going back in the uh, in the newspaper and seeing uh, you know who, who was hurt when they played. Hey man, hobble on out there. All right, and barbecue chicken all day. All right, point at him. That's who I want because he's not healthy. 
That's who I'm going at, Danny. Check it up. I mean, they do, hey, they do this. Man. This is the league, bro. If you go out there and you're not 100%, that's on you, right? And and the quarterbacks and the coaches and the offensive coordinators, they ain't going to take it easy on you. They're going to say, that guy ain't right. We going to him until they get it figured out. So You don't have digs? <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody cares. Nah, yeah. So, I, look, listen, path the least resistance. If, if San Francisco don't have to be on the schedule for us to play, I'll take that and go straight to the Super Bowl. I, I don't care. But I, that's a big loss for uh, – if it happens, that's a big loss for Green Bay. But you bring up a great point of how Mike has used CD this year and, and put him in the slot. And the way that CD has broken some of those numbers, you see Michael Irvin's numbers go down. Nobody's kind of mentioned the fact that Mike was a true X. Like, he yeah. was outside. He was on the line of scrimmage. He didn't go in motion. He was – you knew where he was going to be. And so it was easier to double-team a guy like that. Jerry Rice, the same thing, out of the X. CeeDee Lamb has a special capability, which sometimes I think last 10 years ago it would have been frowned on to be in the slot because most guys mm-hmm. consider the number one receiver as an X. But the way that they move him around, and like you just said, he's a matchup nightmare because teams don't have – uh, they don't have the kind of personnel that we have that could go out there and play in the mm-hmm. X and play down in the slot. So you have to at least bring a linebacker down. And you guys talk about how hard it is to take a, a, a cornerback and put him on the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. I think it's he's a he's a nightmare as far as the matchups, the way that you see like their best guy is lining up inside. And the one thing you don't want to do is allow to, allow to give him that much real estate. But as a coordinator, you, you're going against Dallas. You understand – this guy's getting 20-some targets a game. Yeah. Like, how do you not there's, – there's points to end the game last week, even against Detroit, where this guy is just butt-naked out there, yeah. wide open. Like, if you're going <laughs> – If you're going against this <laughs> – What? If you're going against this squad – If you're going against this squad, wouldn't you put all your resources on, on, on 88? Yeah, of course. I wouldn't, How, I wouldn't like, do I anything just, left. I wouldn't do anything you got to make Cooks. You got to make Tolbert, Pollard, try to defeat you, right? It's yeah. just, But you just don't see it. That's just it's, it's my this, this, this ain't, we, I think we talked about it yesterday, too, yeah, of like why these teams who run the ball really well, then they go away from the run in the game. Like, you, like you're averaging eight yards yeah. a carry, and then you come out on the next drive and you throw the ball three times. Or you get eight yards on first down and you throw it on second and third. And then you you allow the team to get off the hook because you went away from what you're doing that works. And yeah. teams do that to us all the time. And they we were talking about the national championship where Michigan looked like they were about to do that in the second and third quarter. That's like, true. bro, you're averaging 19 yards a carry. <laughs> you throw the ball, right? And I think that's the same thing yeah. of like, hey, man, you already know this is the strength and this is working. And then for some reason, why do you go away? From you, yeah, go you away go away from, from it, it. And, it, and, it and it doesn't Detroit. work out for you. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit, you're running the ball five yards a carry. The yeah. book of Kellen. <laughs> but this is across the league, though. Yeah, like, you see it all the time. You're like, epidemic. oh, man. Epidemic, man. You're too creative. It's too boring, huh? Like, <laughs> fourth, <laughs> fourth and seven. Oh. We going for it. Just got to kick the field goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought Jalen Ramsey was going to play him like that. I, I, was, exactly. I was shocked that, that Jalen, because, you Nobody know, travels, you know that he, he could travel. He could yeah. play in the slot as well. But just a lot of teams don't have the personnel that can do that. Mm-hmm. Man, he, he's not what he used to be. Nice. I don't People know. get old. Coming back from injury yeah. this year. Don't we know? Yeah, I thought he was going to be. Pat Peterson playing safety. Boys get old. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got another two, three <laughs> years. Yeah. Yeah. Then he knew what to, he went to safety before he, uh, yeah, man, that's like, man. it's, it's a thing, Lott bro. Did it. Yeah. yeah. Jalen Ramsey, Church. he ain't young. He was out there with Church, that's no? That's true, Charles Woodson did it, you know? So, yeah, yeah. But he just, you know, when I, I, you know, when I saw him after, I was like, this, this is not, he's not that same guy. As long as he don't be looking like Richard. Sherman was when he was out there. <laughs> 
Nah, he came to when he came to Tampa. He was oh, in yeah, Tampa. Was Tampa. They yeah. were busting them hamstrings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. <laughs> you forget those years. You, it's old stuff. Yeah, that was like Jerry in the in the Seahawks jersey, <laughs> like the braids. Yeah. Barbecue chicken alert. Man, the, the braids. Straight back. He added the hair yes. in the braids. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, we don't talk about those kind of things on the show. Boys, but... <laughs> forget about them years, hey, man. Boys, hey, hey, he like, hey, stop. I'm about to go to uh, Guatemala. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time tried to latch on to Tom Brady for one more. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't keep up. <laughs> My man was out there struggling. Oh, that was tough. That was tough. Give me out, Coach. Damn, Jerry was looking wild there too. Man. Man, that was, <laughs> but he had hang time and everything. Yeah, he tried to be up with beads on. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Straight back. Oh, man. That's no, old school. <laughs> Come on, school. Yo, we don't know when to give up. Come on, <laughs> school. Forehead back here. So, he's cleaned it up now. When you see him, he's cleaned it up. The great thing is, you know, when you go see J- Jerry at the sidelines of the game, Jerry talked to you. He'll talk, he'll talk he to talk? you. Well, you won't come up to you. It's <laughs> great. Come on. Come on. He, 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 talk about something. Me and the get some stuff off my chest. <laughs> New Extras. First person to do it. That's when you start finding out everybody. Like, he's standing over there by himself for a reason. Everybody. Standing oh, outside Club Shay Shay trying to get in. Oh, no. Come on. No. I got things to say. Send a DMs. <laughs> Don't do, be on there, right? Don't do it, Jerry. Don't do it, Jerry. Jerry's a great player. Okay. Yeah, Don't Don't do it, Jerry. Okay, all right. We got to take get a break in here. Uh, get ready for your read, Heckman. I'm Newy Struck. This is Players Lounge. I got Brought you. Brought to you by Tostitos right here on DallasCowboy.com. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss, at hugoboss.com, and at boss retail stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want a munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at Get Jack Black com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's get slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap at the prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the Players' Lounge. Enjoy premier dining, shopping, and experiences from over 20-plus restaurants, shops, and more at the Star District. Check out Women's Boutique, Fleet Style of Frisco, and official boot partner of the Dallas Cowboys, Lucchese. Enjoy New Year's celebrations at Snowbird Cocktail Lounge, Concrete Cowboy, and CityWorks Eatery. Visit thestardistrict.com for more information and full directory. New beautiful, Heckman Harrison. Beautiful, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Get plenty of Tostitos this weekend as the Dallas Cowboys host the Green Bay Packers in a wide-eyed AT&T Stadium. Danny McRae, Barry Church, return. I'm Newey Scruggs. So, the Cowboys have 35 players, as you said, heck, on this active roster with postseason experience, and 32 of those players were on Dallas's playoff roster in 2022. Dante Fowler, Demarcus Lawrence, Zach Martin, and Tyron Smith have the most postseason games with eight. Mm. This is a team that when they walk out there, they've been here. They have been here. So um, you got Green Bay on the other side. There's a lot of youngsters. Yeah. They got a lot of youngsters over there, so this is going to be a contrast in a veteran team versus a young team here and a quarterback, I cannot emphasize this enough, who's making his first playoff start. Mm. And I said it yesterday, and I'll say it again. I picked the Cowboys to win. I got to do the Dallas Morning News picks. I picked them to win, picked them to cover. There, 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 is, no, there is no option. It was, it was Apollo 13. I don't know if you two watched that. You two watched the movie Apollo 13. You got to get some 2000s early. I've seen Apollo 13, okay. but I was very young when it came out. Okay. Well, well, Stay so. out of space on the rocket ship. <laughs> right, right. They're trying to get them home. I just okay. Okay. Wow. So they, they didn't make it, did they? they did something with yeah, that. They, <laughs> they make no move. They make no move. And they floored it away. We ain't found it. I don't think Hollywood's trying to make that movie. You know? <laughs> they don't. They, it's a hero movie. They didn't make it. Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks came it. home. <laughs> nah, I got you good. Anyway, they floating out there trying to get them home, and they basically give up, make this contraption of stuff, and like you know, guys, we got to make this fit into that. And the dude said, "Failure is not an option." And to me, I feel like with this Cowboys team, you talk about all this experience I had. You're at home. You've been great at home this year. Failure is not an option. Period. Hidden figures. Uh, Taraji P. Seen that one? Mm-hmm. That's seen, a good one. I heard of it. All right. That's a good one. I haven't seen it. Wow. But okay. that is a normal movie. Uh, it is. I was just trying to help you. It was good. Movie about the ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one. Newie, you tried. It's the trying to fail for Like, you, do bro. some Pope Fixer. <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah, do some Pope Fixer. Something like that. You know. So, Mr. Wolf goes into the Cowboys locker room. Pretty please. Pretty please. Clean up mess and win the game. There we know? go. There the wolf. Is. Oh, oh, you sitting on the wolf? Yeah. <laughs> That's all you had to say. <laughs> That's all you had to say. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to eat the pack 
niggas up like a royale with you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Common ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we finally made it. Yeah. The, yeah. the metric it. system. <laughs> you a smart man? <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's what, that's what we got going on. Yeah, that's man. what we got going on. Yeah, right thank there. you, Newick. Goodness gracious. Apollo 13 and Prince. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> this is Academy Award nominated movie, that's okay. man. It's all, and that's okay. We don't know it. It's all right, man. You tried to dusty baking me earlier, and now he talking about Prince and stuff. Hey, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Damn. Damn, man. Man, Dusty getting his face. Shout out to Dusty, man. We got some Players Club. We have some Players Club, yes. I, I can yes. make reference. Yes. You got another yes. reference for Players Club. I'm just saying, you know. I'm just asking. Just, I'm trying to make sure. If Do I, something like, to make me happy. If I, if, no, I'm just trying to <laughs> if I come up, like, if I, if I find something, if I, if I say Players Club. Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Life. <laughs> Come on, guys. Best thing about life was the soundtrack. The heck of a soundtrack. Man, it was. Haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. It's all right. All right I, you can't. Good. You can't wait to see that Beverly Hills new movie. The movie that's coming out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I. I I'm against I'm against remakes. All right, all right. House mm-hmm. Party Two scarred me for life. Won't even give me. I don't know why mm-hmm. you went. Oh, two. House oh, Party I thought two. you were talking about the new one they came out. Oh no, oh, I, no was, I didn't even know. No, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm not gonna watch you when you damn near 50 years old from these movies. I'm not watching. No, nah, they had a whole new cast. They still there though. Yeah, they had a whole new cast. No, it was no LeBron thing. that was in there. <laughs> DC, yeah, yeah, man, right. two chains. Two chains. It was the remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They changed it up. No, I'm good. No, yeah. no, I, I'm just not a big remake guy. Okay. It's, it's hard to do remakes mm-hmm. because usually, and this is what I found about, usually the writers are changed. Yeah. And so, like House Party, the people who wrote this thing were not the people that came up with the second one. So understanding the magic and the chemistry and what worked, now we got new people in here trying to add their little thing, and they didn't, it, it, a lot of times it ends bad. It's a lot of pressure, huh? Thank you. <laughs> you just can't walk out there and say, oh, we got our stars. Our stars. We just going to come out here. We're going to be up 20 out the locker room. No, Danny, it doesn't work like they, that. Off the plane. They, no oh, when they get here. off the plane, they already going to be down 20. Yeah. <laughs> off the plane. Off the plane. Tasty cake coming, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody write off that down. Can you write that in your notebook? Right hey, right you like, hey, get a notebook. Write it, to, uh, to write it wherever you get, want to. Get a notebook to bear it. I just got Chris Bean. He got my notebook 12. Now, we don't trust Chris either, man. <laughs> he made the copy and brought that stuff in here, so he knew. <laughs> he knew he's trying to go out there and get it. He said Chris Beam, that means all, oh, all, that's right. All that doubt. And everything you got, yeah, I was there, man. I was there. Well, <laughs> I was right. there. Two, two times. Two times. Yeah, you hey, there. you just right. went through that whole oh, list man. talking about 35 players with playoff experience and all this. We know it's a must-win situation, man, so... Mm-hmm. You know, we talk mind state, confidence, whatever you want to call it. That's I'm just not going for that scary energy. Yeah. Not going for it. Pressure's not scary. No. Some people embrace pressure. Dak okay. does. Yeah, you know, he he don't put that shirt on because he knows. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what the goal is, and it ain't it ain't this. And that's a failure if you go out there and lose this game. Absolutely. So he talks about being a privilege, which you know, and, and that's that's not a pressure is not a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, Nick Saban talked about it all the time when he was coaching. Just like he wanted guys to to, to feel uncomfortable and be a standard, and he won a lot, won a lot there. So I don't I don't think that's a problem. I don't think the pressure is a problem at all. I just. When the owner come out here and throw it on you, that's when I just don't understand. It's like, why do you one game at a time? There's enough out there. I don't know why you so, throwing a, ga- a log on the fire. Mm. So, get, so I need I need to get a thought from you on your guy. 
okay? Because you've been roll tied ever since I met you. Roll tied this, roll tied that. One, are you still roll tied? Okay. The only time I wasn't roll tied is when they hired Mike Shula and refused to hire Sylvester Croon because AD wanted him. Okay, so you roll tied. Nick Saban's done. Yes. Forever. Oh, yes. He done. He not going no, no, no. Oh, yeah, he done. Yeah. yeah. We, just with coaching, not football, though. You think he'll be a consultant on the staff or something like that? I think he'll be a great media guy. Yeah, he'll be really a TV does. guy? Yeah. Yeah, he he, he has be been working great. on the college game day thing. He, he'll come on there. He actually he does really well. Yeah. It, uh, he's a great, uh, great personality and sense of humor. He's just he's just viewed as a guy that doesn't have a sense of humor, but he's. That's we should have known he was about to be done when he started doing commercials with Dion. Know what it would happen? Yeah, <laughs> we should have known then, because you you didn't see Nick Saban as that type of mm-hmm. guy to be on to be funny on a commercial and doing all that stuff, and you know there he is. At some point in time, college football has to change and just admit that they're a business, and they need to have a commissioner. And I think Nick Saban would be an excellent commissioner, somebody who could understand what coaches and administrators need to try and make college football um, what it has to become. It, it, in my opinion, it has to break away from the NCAA. they got to set this thing up differently and, and um, pare this thing down a little bit and just say, hey, these are the teams that are going to be competing and figure out how they distribute money and, and, and basically pay the players. And, and whatever union or whatever they want to set up to make it like basically a mini national football league because pro sports is this is what college football is now mm-hmm. and and so I think if you were going to have someone that people would trust I think Nick Saban could be that guy but they need somebody to run it because what what they have right now they, they clearly it's the wild west and everybody's mad about it so to me I think Nick Saban can stay in college <coughs> football in some some form or fashion that way you, you were talking about Mike McDaniels yesterday and, mm-hmm. and talking about him as a coach, and it's, it's so weird how we lose, lose Belichick and Saban in the same day. Mm-hmm. And those are two coaches that kind of come from the same guard, coach together. You know, they have the same DNA and the responses that they've been able to get from their their teams in college and in pros. Um, I, I, I think it speaks volumes about who they are as coaches, but – Man, I think the times has passed him. I think I think Nick saw that, even though he had a successful year. Yeah, man, yeah. went to the playoffs, and it, it just I think I think the NIL. I think a lot of things just started to happen, and I think Nick was like, man, look, I don't have the same money that Texas got. Texas and they they coming to the SEC, and I know what's about to happen. Let me get my stuff and get up out of here. He yeah. just came out today and just said the the day to day grind is is too much for him now. And that comes back to we talked about the business aspect of it. I mean, you now have to have a general manager who oversee. Okay, who's who's got the NIL? Do I deal with the collective? What are these guys getting here? Uh, who's in the portal? Yeah. And figure out who's in the portal, who's going in, who's coming out, who do we take? I mean, it's 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 a lot. And then you got the two signing periods. I mean, when you when you you guys came out, it was one it was one day. It was one. That's it. February. Now, well, we got December. We we got February and. So it, it's it's changed, yeah. and now I mean, just think about the conferences. The Pac-12 blew up. It's a whole, which is crazy. It's a whole different kind of game now. And we got no no conf- no uh, divisions anymore in the SEC. Should it it's just be Power Five, like Mac and all those? You know, the kind of subdivisions. If you do that, you're gonna find a team that's gonna disrupt all of that. And, and, and as soon as they as soon as they put one of those together, you have a Cincinnati. You'll have a you'll just have a team that'll come through and, and be disruptive to everything. Yeah. We'll see, but yes, I mean, I, I, as a guy who grew up when Bear Bryant was coaching and and all the times that that we spent in Alabama because my parents were from Birmingham, so Tom Landry and Bear Bryant, those were the coaches I knew for college and pro. And when they left, as a fan, you were just a man, if they could just win one, 
in my lifetime, I'd be cool. So Gene Stallings wins that game against Alabama and win the national championship. He's like, okay. And then they wander in the desert after that, messing up, just messing it up. Saban got there, and, and I didn't know at the time, but I got to cover Nick his last year with Cleveland before he went to Michigan State. And they brought him in. I was like, hey, man, if he could win one like he did at LSU, that'd be great. You never expected anything like mm-hmm. this. And I feel sorry for whoever takes over for him because um, these folks going to be crazy the way UCLA fans were crazy when John Wooden had won 10 national championships and seven in a row and the dude who took over went to Final Four that year, like, dude, you lost. Oh, that portal about Gene to be Barton. dumb. Come on to Baton Rouge. Come on to Baton Rouge. jumping right <laughs> now. Crazy. You saw Shadour Sanders when that down Twitter. Yeah, he's going to come through. He did exactly what he's supposed to do. check in. I'm like, how many scholarships you guys had? <laughs> Nothing. Hey, man. They shipping guys hey, out. Hey, hey, Bring hey, them up back, as we speak. Thank you, man. Louis Hey, Louis, let's stop. Okay. Let's ask those questions. Let's let Dion have his thing. We try to go to the Soul Bowl next year. I know one thing. LSU, LSU. We, we, we not, shout out to Nick Saban, but that's one guy we ain't got to worry about seeing again. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm not upset about it. Mm-hmm. Man, you got a different and motive. I, you got a different motive. You, okay. you was like, oh, thank God. I'm two and two against Nick Saban. So let me ask I'm, you, I'm two and two against Alabama. <laughs> is he in the LSU Hall of Fame? Uh, I ain't seen him up there, but he will be. Yeah. He will be for sure. Because I, I mean, for, for me, when I think of what he did there, um, just growing up, it was it was two schools in the SEC. He always kind of said to himself, if they figure it out, it's trouble for Alabama. Florida and mm-hmm. LSU. But they couldn't get it right for a long time. And when Saban got there, shut it down. Because LSU at that time, that was, you know, you see Marshall Falk yeah. from New Orleans gone. <laughs> Peyton Manning from New Orleans gone. Nick came in and put a fence up there. We're going to keep everybody in state. Yeah. And, and you know, we're going to play them quarterbacks that y'all necessarily don't think you want. Changed it and set the set the program up to the less miles and Ed Ogeron were able to win national championships. Um, so I, I did wonder was he in, was he there because just what he did was unlocked what so many people had always felt could be done at LSU and now it's now it's there. There's the belief and they know there's that expectation like we we can win national championships. There. When did he start winning Natties? Because I feel like when I was in college it was Florida you know with T Bow and the boys they won it 03. Yeah. 03? They won the Spears. They won well, Alabama. My bad with Alabama. My oh, bad. Oh, uh, nine. Because they were. I don't no. remember Alabama being like that until. And when seven. I was in college, he wasn't the head coach there until two thousand and eight. Seven, seven. I want to say seven because they won in oh nine. They beat Texas for a second one. So I want to say that. So my first year he wasn't there. So maybe. Oh so yeah, that they, they did. My last year 07, they won. Yeah, yeah. my last year they won it. Because it was Florida. McCoy, it was yeah. us, and then Flo- it was Florida. Then we got in there for one year, and then Florida, and then. Uh, they beat Colt McCoy. Either them or Auburn. Yeah. One of them because uh, Camden was mm-hmm. there too. Okay, put yeah, a, put a second right. one there. And then, and then Texas. So, you know the, you know the Saban of Texas story, right? Mm-mm. So, the story was Tom Hicks, who used to own the Rangers and the Stars, had got Terry Saban and was convincing her, bring Nick here. That she went out, they went to Austin, got Nick ready to go. They ready to take Nick from from Alabama to Texas because they felt like, man, they, they, don't, they don't appreciate us enough. They're not showing us the love. And so it was, hey, Matt, you go ahead, call it a day, retire, and we're going to bring Saban in it. That was, that was there. Chip Brown wrote about it recently on, on, on Orange Bloods, mm-hmm. Dr. Wherever he's in. Um, and then Matt wouldn't go along with it. And then he got <laughs> his lawyer, Joe Jamel, and they were like, nah, we're shutting this all down. But this thing could have been Nick Saban at Texas. Texas. 
And, it's, it sound better at Bama. And well, I mean, could you imagine how easy the Big Twelve would have been? No, nah, it sounded sound better at Bama. Mm-hmm. It gave us a lot of more, a, a lot better matchups with Florida and Georgia and. But could, could have, but they, the Texas tried. You know, yeah. They they tried to go get Nick Saban, and they thought they had it lined up, and then it didn't work. And then Saban went out and signed the extension, and Mac Brown got to stay a couple more years, and and then that thing went right now, right down in the gutter. Um, but you don't hey, have media match today, do you? I do. Media match coming up next. So, so you trying to make it? We're going to stay until media match, huh? No, we done. We done. <laughs> Barry Church, thank you very much. Hector yeah. Harris, thank you That's very Barry much. Church over there. Yeah, all right, no, that's, all, that's why I'm getting up. I already knew what was about to happen. Overtime. Overtime. I knew he scrugs. Goodbye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!